All right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian, today. And I figured we'd do a kind of a old story today. I figured we haven't done one in a while. It's going to be Giant Side Spider-Man versus Dracula. And it's a story that, you know, it nothing to be taken seriously. It's not like it was just a random story. I was like, you know what I wanted to do? I want been a while let me just do Dracula and everyone's probably like well why wouldn't you just save that for October meh I felt like just doing something different mixing it up just because you know me covering book, comic books and doing trailer or like newer books trailers sometimes kind of they could be a little Monday I guess they can kind of be a little repetitive sometimes at least for me and sometimes mixing it up and doing some of these older stories especially stories that I never read Kind of just worked out. So, for Giant Size Spider-Man versus Dracula, you have which is I think no, I think it's number one I believe because number two I think is Spider-Man versus Shang Chi, which I'll probably end up picking that one up kind of once we get closer to Shang Chi. But <clears throat> the story starts off with Peter. For he's of course being Spider-Man, and you find out that you know. Aunt May has kind of these flu-like symptoms where she's just really sick. And, you know, there, there's really no cure for it. You know, there, there is a cure, but it's not on board of the ship. It's, it's not hasn't been brought to the state yet. And Aunt May more or less is just very frail. You know, she's holding up very, as well as she can. But it's, it's got Peter messed up. You know, and it's one of the few times where you really kind of, they play on that sense of, you know, Aunt May being older and being frail, which is, it's definitely, it was more played on in the older stories for Peter. And it was something different that, for all, because I'm used to kind of like the whole, you know, Danzel in distress, you know, Mary Jane, or, you know, some people not really playing that up, because I know as of late, they really have, you know, revamp Aunt May, you know, her life. She's really not brought in, and her issues are there, but usually hasn't, you know, been something that's been vital to a story in a while. At least when I've been reading, because I do read Nick Spencer's Amazing Spider-Man from time to time when I'm bored. Like, I'll be like, oh yeah, let me catch up on that, and kind of just check it out. And for this, like, it very much, they use, use Aunt May's you know, flu, flu, I guess best way you want to put it, because it's flu-like symptoms, as, you know, kind of the MacGuffin of the story, to get Peter to kind of start moving. And he had to go and find this doctor named A.J. Maxfield, and apparently this doctor's on a boat, and they're pretty much they're shipping out towards the Americas to, get a, to bring the cure, but just hasn't come... It's just not coming quick enough. And Peter's like, I, I need to get there. Like, I, I'm, I need to get there. I, I need to, to just, you know, get this. Hopefully I can convince Mr. Max or Mr. Maxfield to really help me out make one more. Or we'll see if I can get some so I can give it some to my aunt Meg. She really needs this. And I mean, Peter's very... Not in a good spot. Meanwhile, you know, he's dealing with the Maja, 
who are just another random like crime group that are in New York that Spider-Man fights from time to time. And of course, they're they're pulling off heists. They're doing you know things more or less to irritate Spider-Man more than anything else. They're not really a problem, but you know Peter Parker, of course, or Spider-Man. It you know it it keeps him. It, it was just a villain of the kind of like villain group to kind of just keep him on his toes. I know some people were curious they've heard the name before. If you played Spider-Man PS4, they were definitely led by Hammerhead, who's and they were like some they're one of the big you know crime boss groups that you had to deal with in the Spider-Man PS4 game or now the PS5 version as well. And they're it's just a mob group at the end of the day. So, of course, they end up hearing about, you know, Maxfield, and they're wanting to kind of take over the ship. They find out about the ship, and they want to take it over. Well, on top of that, you find out Dracula puts himself up on this ship. Because Dracula's hungry, and Dracula wants, you know, blood. That's his, that's his game plan. He's already gotten one victim. One person who pretty much, he actually he gets the first victim he finds. They're pretty much dead when he's done with them. But it's funny because Peter actually bumps into Dracula very early on when he lands on the ship and he switches back into Peter Parker. And Peter's so, you know, disheveled about the news with Aunt May that he bumps into him and... Really and truly, him and Dracula don't even make eye contact. They don't even recognize that who they each are. Knowing most people would be like, oh, well, Dracula would have attacked Peter. I mean, realistically, he is a vampire. You definitely could have done it. But it's a, it's a comic book. The story kind of meant for him to kind of ignore Peter because he wa- he just wants other victims. So, of course, Dracula does his thing. He gets his first victim. They find her, and they pretty much have, they try their best to see what they can do, but it's it's too far gone for her. And Peter's like, Peter finds out about it, and he's like, okay, there's something else going on the ship. Then you find out the Maja's on the ship, so now they're causing problems. They're all looking for A.J. Maxfield. Now you're seeing soldier scientist looking guy, you're seeing this blonde haired woman who's kind of in this, you know, Viking-esque outfit, who's just spinning around just without a care in the world. Dracula sees her, he kind of starts going for her a little bit, but Dracula's also thought process, he sees the older guy and he's like, that is AJ Maxfield, let me go kill him because his... Vira, the he pretty much is able to come up with a cure. Because you find out that Dracula's kind of had a little bit of a influence with it. With this, I guess, pseudo-flu virus that's been going on. And he wants to take him out. Not only is he hungry, but he wants to take him out. Well, Spider-Man shows up. Maja, of course, ends up running across Dracula. All pretty much all mayhem go, goes loose. Everything goes crazy. Maja first tried to attack Dracula. Dracula easily just shows him like I'm not to be trifled with. I'm going for AJ Maxfield. 
Spider-Man ends up running across the Maja by himself. You know, at first, you think it's Spider-Man, but then you find out just somebody dressed out in a costume. Then the real Spider-Man shows up and just starts, you know, handling business. Not thinking twice about it. Well, while Spider-Man's doing, you know, handling, hanging, or finishing up the Maja, this, the older scientist, A.J. Maxfield, gets attacked and gets drained by Dracula. And Peter finds it, and Peter start Peter and Dracula start going at it. Well, come to find out that that was an AJ Maxfield. That the AJ Maxfield was actually the blonde woman in like the Viking attire. And they luck out because the sun's coming up, so Dracula, of course, has to go back to his casket to get away from the sunlight. Otherwise, he's bur- otherwise he dies more or less. And it kind of, it's, it's a campy story. It's nothing crazy. But Dracula, of course, is mad because he can't get what he wanted. Peter kind of works out for Spider-Man because now he's able to cure Aunt May. And at the end of the day, it was just a quick, fun story, in my opinion. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. It was just meant to be like, what would happen if Spider-Man and Dracula came across each other and the Maja happened to be the people that are in between? And it's an old story. I think it was written by Lynn Wein, or I think Lynn Wein, I think is if, I think it's Lynn Wein, as you follow, because it's W-E-I-N. And he'd actually passed a couple years back. He was actually the guy who created, who came up with the concept for your now infamous uncanny X-Men. So when X-Men, when the original X-Men ended, in this way, like with, from Stanley and Jack Kirby, it had gone to Roy Thomas, it had gone to a bu- and Neil Adams, it had gone to a bunch of different people, and it got canceled. Well, Len Wein had the idea to, you know, why not? Let's let's revamp it. And he came up with giant size X Men, where where you got Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, Banshee, Sunfire, uh, Thunderbird. And then you had Cyclops as their leader. If I recall. I'm just trying to remember, make sure I've got the original eight. And they get sucked into the concept of having to, you know, go go to the island of Krakoa to save the original X-Men, which was Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Iceman, Beast, and Angel, which you find out Cyclops was really it, it's a whole nother story that I'll probably talk about at some point. And you know what? Why don't I just add it on? Screw it. Let's just do it. Let's add this on. So I figure we'll we'll do two. We'll do Giant Size Spider-Man versus Dracula and Giant Size X-Men. So within this story, you also find out Cyclops was released by Krakoa. It messed with his power, so he couldn't fire his optic blast anymore. So now Scott can see... And Charles decides that during this time, he needs to recruit new X-Men. Like, that's his game plan. Because it makes sense. He His old team has been beaten. And it gave a reasoning for, you know, Linwing to come up with a new team. He'd already come up with Wolverine, who was his, you know, his character he created for when he, for the Hulk that he did, for Hulk 2, which the Hulk he did. 
where he had Hulk versus Wolverine versus Wendigo. So, of course, he brings in Wolverine. He introduces you to Colossus. He introduces you to Storm. He gives you all the characters that now are a lot of fan favorites that Chris Cremont later went and just completely revamped. So, he gave you that whole team. They managed to go into Krakoa, and they managed to, you know, save the old X-Men team. And after doing... and. I mean, they, they definitely battled the island of Krakoa's. Back then, it wasn't Krakoa. What it was was more of a villain more than anything else. Now, looking in the, now looking at the X-Men comic books, is actually not a villain. It's just a... It's, they just know it's a sentient island that is now the home of mutants. It doesn't have an issue with them. It's just at the time when it was written, that's how the story was. It was meant to emphasize... It was a dangerous island, something different, a new monstrous creature for the X-Men to fight. And it was a good, fun story to kind of tack on to, you know, really kind of get new readers in. And as we can see to this day, you know, it it helped. It also helped the fact that Chris Claremont was able to come in and take over the X-Men. But in doing so, Lindley kind of helped revitalize the X-Men. He was the guy that kind of, he lit the match that allowed X-Men to become what it is today. You know, Chris Claremont went in and just opened the, you know, soaked the fire and made it increase and go crazy the way it is. But both definitely had their influential part or influential parts to revamping the X-Men. So I figured, why not talk about both? I actually kind of wasn't thinking about it, but... When I started thinking about just the giant size stories and I saw Lynn Ween's name on it, I was like, well, what? As I did it, I was like, why not? So I figured I'd give you guys two stories in one. Hopefully you guys enjoy this. Hopefully this is something a little cool, a little different. You know, give you guys something quick to hear. Nothing you guys really have to, you know, pay super super well attention to. But uh, it's kind of, I'll wrap this up. So, as always, you guys can find me on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to your podcasts. As well as you guys can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Comics Amino, and of course, email at nerdstuffwithian at gmail.com. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it was something cool and a little different for you. And especially if you like some of the older stories that don't always get talked about, this is something different. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening and uh, have a great day. Later.